Welcome to the ABCs of Matrescence. We are two mamas, Emma and Mackenzie, and we both have toddler age boys. And here on our podcast, we chat all things a real motherhood from A to Z and everything in between. Matrescence is the process of becoming a mother, and that is what we dive into on each and every episode. So welcome, friends. Thanks for joining us. Hi, guys. Sorry, I was in the middle of a drinking my drink. I should probably be more professional on our, you know, high tech, obviously perfectly... But um, here's the thing, podcast. girl. I didn't hear ice crinking or clinking in your glass, which I know well, is a I'm not, not you. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> Remember that time I'm, I had a gin and tonic and it just kept like, I would like, I would take a sip and it would go, the glass would, the ice would just fly to the front of the it's glass. And we'll, we're still friends at this point. Yeah, you were, di- you were dying. You were dying the whole time. I think yeah. you even sent me a few mean text messages, but we I got did, through it. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> unfortunately, I'm not drinking a gin and tonic here at, you know, 2 I was just going to say it's 2 p.m. Although that Although it's, it's holiday season. Okay. Yeah. And you guys have had somebody, a heck of a week, so you uh, can. Yeah, we are sick <laughs> over here. It has been a major bummer. So sorry if I sound a little congested or any of that jazz, but um, yeah, it's just, it's not not been the best week ever but it also could be worse so mm-hmm. perspective that's that's exactly. the lesson from 2020 perspective a, yeah something like that there's a lot yeah. of lessons i don't know if any of them are good ones but we'll try to make the most out of it so <laughs> well that's what we're here to talk about this episode we are wrapping up new year's eve so when this comes out it will be we're wrapping up new year's eve we're wrapping up 2020 i mean i guess we're wrapping up new year's eve too but see i'm on cold medicine you shouldn't ask me questions um <laughs> Sorry in advance. But anyway, we are saying see ya to 2020 because, well, it is 2020 year for anyone. We're, we're happy to see it go. We're hopeful that next year will be a better one. But today we just kind of want to focus on some of the highs and some of the lows that we've experienced this year. I think there's been a lot of both, maybe a little more on the low side for many, but we're also going to try to look at the good that has come from it because there definitely has been some. So might as well embrace the good. Exactly. And both of us found it to be a pretty neat exercise to actually sit down and type these out, right? So we have to like sit down for a second and say, all right, so what has been really the highs of this year? And I think both of us found that in going through it, we really realized, wow, there really have been some some pretty awesome moments that have happened despite a really challenging year. And even with the lows, it was like a chance for reflection to say that really was a low, but we got through that, or that really is something that that was very devastating to us. And, you know, yet here we are and looking towards a new year. And, you know, I think a big mutual shared low was a lot of like canceled trips and family time and stuff that I'm sure every one of our listeners will will certainly recognize it's echoing a lot of those feelings. But at the end of the day, we're all looking forward to so hopefully we will be able to provide some positive uplifting memories from the last year as well. So that's how people describe us positive and uplifting always super positive and chill like little cucumbers absolutely (laughs) all right well you want to kick us off why don't we start with a high starting with a happy note yep all right girl i'm gonna start i'm gonna start with a good one this it was just watching my little munchkin man emerson grow and change like just simply watching him i think that covid slowing down life because there were less engagements, less activities, less trips, less everything, really allowed me to basically watch each and every single one of his changes. Sometimes too much, right? I'm like, I I'm mean, seeing too many. what else did you have to do? <laughs> no, it's so true, right? I remember it was springtime and I was actually like, we were outside every day and looking at like, you know, the, the leaves changing on the trees and starting to come in. And I remember feeling like there I was starring in my very own like nature, like documentary, like watching the leaves burst through. And I'm like, Emerson is- in the wild. <laughs> 
right? But it's like really happening. It was just like really cool. I was like, this is something that I haven't slowed down in our last, you know, was our, I think our fifth spring or fourth spring in Rhode Island, fourth spring. Um, I hadn't watched and slowed down for that before. So fifth spring. Okay. Anyways, no one cares. One of the springs in Rhode Island. We need to know, Mackenzie. (laughs) Just don't make me do math, Emma, not at 2 p.m. Or, or never, ever, never or ever, math. never math. <laughs> but yeah, I think it was just watching him grow and the little changes that I got to see him go through. And yeah, just to to be part of it. And I think too, there's there's part of that, like the pressure of like the first year is off, right? So you don't have to take those awkward photos every single month in the same place and have them pose and put a sticker on them and make it a thing. Well, I kind of love those pictures. They're so cute. I know, looking, you're right. Looking back, they're epic. But like when you're actually having to do it, I was always doing them like three days late. And so it was just kind of nice to just say, all right, my kiddo is now one and then moving forward, right? Starting in February and just to kind of sit back and watch his changes. So that would be a high for me. What about for you, mama? Yeah, I would say on a motherhood note, you know, my first year of motherhood, I just felt like, I mean, we struggled. It was just a lack of confidence, uh, you know, finding out what this new balance was in our household with me and my husband, with, you know, not getting any sleep, all of those things. And I feel like there was a ton of, for me, just anxiety in motherhood. I was kind of on edge all the time that first year. And this second year, I mean, I, I won't say I'm cool as a cucumber, but I really have gotten a lot more chill and I am a lot more confident in myself as a mom. I just feel like I know my kid and I I know what I'm doing more and I don't second guess myself as much. And and it's been great. I just feel like a happy mom. I don't know. That first year, it just was a lot. And I don't know if I always handled it very gracefully and not that I handle it very gracefully all the time here. But um, I've just kind of come to learn some of the highs and lows and be okay with that. And everything comes in phases and stages and that I can, I can be a good mom. And that is, is kind of a big high, I guess. Yeah, I feel like I've I've seen that happen, like just being your friend, you know, just seeing that yeah. for the last year, just your confidence. And I know I come to a lot for advice on the little things and kind of pick me up and encouragement when I'm feeling kind of low or bummed. And yeah, so yeah, I know that I, I, it's, it's great. weird for me to say, but I think I'm more of a toddler person than I am a baby person because I really have enjoyed um, Owen in the second year of parenthood a lot more than the early baby days where I just kind of didn't know what to do with this little little creature. Yeah, it's it, at the beginning, you're just kind of, yeah, you kind of feel like the blind leading the blind, right? Because your kiddo doesn't know what's going on. You don't know what you're, what's going on. Your husband doesn't know what's going on. And so you're just like, okay. <laughs> well, what's funny is I'm still like, there's a lot of times I don't know what's going on, but I'm just okay with that. And I think I just have like the confidence that, eh, we'll figure it out. It's fine. Like I'm not failing as a mom because I don't have the answer to everything all the time or I don't do it perfectly every time. And that's just a nice nice place to be. So. Yeah, true. Very true. How about a low for you? Let's a go low, down. Yeah. A low, low, low. Um, this one is, it's actually what I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, truly just not being able to travel and see family nearly as much as we would have liked. And then obviously canceled trips and changed plans. Just, to, you know, just, just a bummer overall. I mentioned this a couple episodes back, but you know, my in-laws, for example, most recently beginning of December, uh, deciding to cancel the trip because of COVID numbers going up and just feeling so devastated about that. You know, we'd planned this time. My husband had had five days off, which literally the stars have to align for this to happen. And, you know, it was just that, that, sinking feeling of like they are not able to have that special time with Emerson that we feel is so important and they feel is so important. So that was just disappointing along with many other things. I mean, you and I had talked about seeing each other. I mean, we had had like actual plans. Like we were like planning to travel to and from to see each other 
this like fall or this summer. And I mean, it just is tough. But I mean, I'm not saying something that other people haven't felt too. I, I don't know a single person who hasn't had major plans altered this year. So yeah, absolutely. Um, unfortunately, we tried not to make all these like COVID, 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 totally. COVID. Yeah. But <laughs> and I COVID. mean, let's be real. That's been, you know, such a huge factor in this year. And, you know, mm-hmm. there's been a lot of other social issues that have happened that have been kind of lows. So it's it's hard to mm-hmm. ignore so much of that. But my, my low, I mean, I literally typed almost the exact same thing as you just said, was just cancel plans and the disappointment appointment of mm-hmm. you know our families don't live here and so we really have only gotten to see each of them once this year and that's crazy they've missed so much of owen's life mm-hmm. um but all the, yeah i was supposed to go s- come see you we had you know several things in the works and i'm so excited about that i had a girls weekend where i was actually gonna leave owen and go mm-hmm. have some girls time and um, you had your your sister's whole yeah, bachelorette sister, and wedding a bachelorette and a wedding yeah totally <gasps> oh so bless her heart too so gone. hard for her oh, for sure and that's the thing it's like it's just point for meant for me but i mean who doesn't have all these stories and more it's just it has just been such a bummer to have that distance and not be able to do so many of the things i was looking forward to um but again we're healthy so try to look at the bright side of things well exactly actually, i feel like crap right now but in general i'm healthy <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's true it's really true there's definitely that dose of perspective but i think it's also okay to feel bummed and like for me, it's kind of also saying like, I'm really disappointed because Emerson didn't get to spend time with the people who love him most in the world. And like, that is really disappointing to me. And that's also a cool thing, right? I mean, I think it's a good thing that we we do yeah. feel that, that, that connection with our families and our in-laws and all that. So hopefully, totally. hoping next year, you know, more vaccine. I know that both of us are just kind of waiting eagerly for our parents and in-laws to be able to be up for yes. vaccination and and then, yeah, just feeling like at least they're protected and kind of moving forward. So, absolutely. So, what's another so high for you? Another high, I'm honestly going to toot Emerson's sleep. And that is not something I would have said a year ago, but it's, it's just truly, really solid. I mean, we get occasional bumps in the road. Sometimes bedtime is a bit extended, or there's little, you know, some tears, and we have to go back in and kind of comfort him a little, or a very rare, but occasional, like middle of the night thing where either it's just a couple minutes and he gets himself back down, or we have to just go in and kind of soothe him a little bit. But generally, he, he just sleeps well. I mean, he goes down and he sleeps through the night and, wakes up um happy you know there there are some days where there's some you know sobbing at the end of nap which is like why are you sobbing after you just took a two-hour nap buddy but you know I just think in general to think that you know where I came from sleep feeling so stressful and so overwhelming and so difficult to think that he truly has just settled into being a good sleeper. So it gives me confidence because he's still sleeping in a crib. We haven't hit the full-on two-year regression. So I realize there are definitely some hurdles ahead, um, you know, with the separation stuff. And then obviously- well, I feel like we're creeping into that territory. So I, I can know. tell you our last week and who knows if it's- True, girl. If it's sick True. or if it's- But I feel like it's more than just being sick. And so I can tell you, I hope you have some- uh, I know. Prepared. Emma always gives me a three-week preview because Owen's three weeks yeah. ahead. But the other thing too is obviously there's the top toddler bed transition there's so yeah I think it's like body training oh girl 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 don't even that's for next year but still still (laughs) I think that those are the things that are like you have to kind of take a step back and recognize and say okay for right now sleep is pretty chill and so I'm just going to be grateful for it (laughs) so absolutely love it yeah what about for you another high um breastfeeding so nice mama. It, it's not a complete high because it has not been easy there's been hashtag lots of, oh my god nipple pain oh my god so much nipple pain it, it has not been <laughs> easy but it is still something 
that has overall been such a positive experience and we're almost done with it like in the next week I, I really hope we're done with it but I will say I never planned to breastfeed this long I really didn't know what the experience would be like and it has been so bonding and and I'm proud I'm proud that we've done it this far and I'm also going to be happy to say bye-bye yeah which you know what I mean I feel like you can also say I'm going to be happy to say bye-bye because you know it's been nearly two years you know and this is think about it when you and I first started talking I distinctly remember telling you I just really don't want to get to six months and then I think saying to each other we're just going to for sure get to a year and saying to each other you know we're just going to get through 18 months like I just feel like we well you pulled up a post recently in our online group where I had asked about like right at a year Mm. should I continue is that weird like Mm -hmm. you know it's just so funny yep and also to think about how we grew in confidence because I feel like around the 11 or 12 month mark, I even had like my parents who are very supportive, but it's, you know, just like comments like, oh, so you're still going to keep breastfeeding? Like for how long? Like, you know, you get started to get those comments. Oh, when we just went to go see my in-laws at Thanksgiving, my mother-in-law paused and she, I said something about nursing and that we were trying to get done. And she was like, what? You're still doing that? (laughs) And I was like, uh, yeah. Yeah, No. And it's like, but I think they'll think about it. When that comment says said now, you feel very confident just being like, yeah, we're still doing it. Like moving on. Like I feel like, Totally. The yeah, same it way. It doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. There's this like level of, yeah, there's this level of like confidence. So I'm yeah, proud of totally. both of us. We're both so down to just one time a day now. And yeah. <sighs> it's wild. It but yeah. Wild. It will yeah. be wild to have our nipples back. <laughs> <laughs> yep. My nipples are mine again. I know. We should have asked them. We should have named the, the podcast like making your, ma- making your nipples yours set. again. <laughs> oh, I know. Things that were sentences I never thought I would say is, you know, celebrating having my nipples back. So, yeah, true. Anyway, true. how about you? Um, all right. So jumping down to a low. Um, again, we said we wouldn't talk about COVID. Here's here's another COVID thing. We didn't say we wouldn't talk about COVID. We said That's we, true. we said we would minimize. So it wouldn't be COVID, 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 COVID. Yeah, COVID. yeah true. Yeah. Yeah. That one. Um, an inevitable low that has to be mentioned is that we, me, my husband and Emerson all had um, COVID. And it was you horrible. Did? Weird. <laughs> I totally forgot already. Huh. How could I you mean, forget? You were, so you were literally and, like chill about it. Oh my gosh. You were like my support person. <laughs> and you sent me two dozen red roses. I know. I know. So I almost was like, if I ever get COVID again, I wonder if she'll send me three dozen. Uh, you're really pushing it. You're pretty <laughs> greedy there. Jeez. <laughs> But yeah, that was horrible. It, we were yeah. super sick in August. My husband got his positive on July 31st, and then I got mine on August 3rd. And yeah, so it was just horrific being that sick. We were super, super sick. Emerson just refer had a fever. To the COVID episode. Yes, please refer to episode 25. Um, but it was really rough, and it was it was three weeks of it. And then after the three weeks kind of ended, we still had very minimal taste and smell and low energy. So it was pretty much a full four weeks until we had enough energy again to kind of go for walks and start picking back up our exercise routine. So that was that was really challenging, I would say, for for us. And, you know, moving forward now, we're, I'd say we're back on our feet. In fact, my husband just got the COVID vaccine, which is great. Uh, frontline workers um, here in Rhode Island were able to get that. So he got it last Saturday and he'll get his second dose in a few weeks. So that's really good news um, in that sense. He's not having any like COVID long haul symptoms, but I'm having, unfortunately, a lot of hair loss. And that is... 
something that has been shown to be a COVID um, symptom. So that just sucks. Like every shower, every time I brush my hair, it's like a voodoo doll's worth of hair. And it's just, this, it's an icky feeling, even though I realize it's totally. not the end of the world. It's just like aesthetically a little bit like ugh, well, every time. if you go bald, I'll buy you some really cool wigs. We can try out different hair colors. Like the Schitt's we'll Creek to- wigs that Moira yeah. wears? Absolutely. Okay. All right. We'll actually, change that- your uh, redheaded emoji, but it'll be fine. That's cool. I th- you know, actually, like, I'm starting to think, like, this could be this could be an opportunity for me to change up my style a little bit. I mean, think how much time you'd save not having to wash your hair. All right, girl. You just took my lemons and made some really good lemonade. You almost made an Arnold Palmer with maybe some some booze, too. I almost, like, felt that in there, too. So thank you. You're welcome. So my low turned right upside down by Emma, so thank you. Mm. All right, girl. Where's your next low so I can, I can, <laughs> I can find the lemonade for you? <laughs> um... Back in, I don't even know, I think it was June, I hurt my back slash hip um, working out. And I don't even, I didn't even do anything crazy. I just, you know, kind of felt a pull. I, I mean, okay, if I'm going to be real, I probably was doing too much strength training back to back. You know, it was when we were all really on lockdown, like not leaving the house. And it was definitely just a way for me to get out that energy and stress and anxiety. Um, but I pushed it too far. Or, or I just, you know, been over the wrong way. Who knows? But it has been an ongoing issue ever since. Now, knock on wood, the last month, I'd say, it has really been minimal. It's just been a nerve issue, and it's been really minimal. But, yeah, it stunk for months. Like, I couldn't even go on walks for quite a while. I had to go get an MRI. I've taken medication for it. And so it's just been an ongoing aggravation, to say the least. And, you know, you're in chronic pain it just makes you grumpy and so i mean just bending over and picking up owen was really unfun for a while so anyway that was that was definitely a low this year and i'm hoping i'm on the other side of it and maybe we'll learn a lesson but i make no promises yeah well i hope that hope that you know it'll it'll keep keep feeling better and keep healing and yeah just it's it's tough it's tough to have to kind of limit yourself I mean I know like my knee bugs me all the time and I would love nothing more than to get back into just a little bit of running it doesn't need to be crazy but just be able to do a couple miles here and there but I mean every time even just doing stupid jumping jacks or any type of jumping things if I'm doing some type of a cardio um cardio class or whatnot it it just my knee just bugs me oh it's tough injuries are the worst it's frustrating but yep so anyway all right. So jumping, jump into a high. Yeah. So a big high for me this year was getting my period back at 17 months postpartum. And I actually got my period back on the day that I got my COVID positive, which was wild um, that it came back on that day. So while I was so sick and COVID sucks, I was also very overjoyed to be having my period. Although I have to say the the added need to do, you know, the tampon changes and all that was like, eh, do I really need the cramps on top of the COVID symptoms? But hey. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was just stoked because I I really worked super hard to keep my calorie intake up and my weight up. Um, once I got my period back prior to conceiving Emerson, I knew kind of where my weight needed to be. So I just made a conscious effort to keep it in that range. We don't have a scale at home, but like I could just kind of tell I was in that in that zone. So yeah, stayed there and didn't let it drop below and basically ate like a 15-year-old boy. And <laughs> what do you know? There it was. So that was cool. And then the first month cycle after having COVID, it was a few days late, so it was a 35-day cycle, but 
which is my OB said because likely of COVID, but she still was like, it's so great. It still came. Um, and my husband and I joked because during the time of our COVID, I think I said this on, on the COVID episode too, but he lost 12 pounds and I managed to gain two. <laughs> Who gains two pounds when they're like deadly ill with COVID for I mean, three and a half a weeks? husband and wife kind of situation. I, I know. Clients and the husband <laughs> will lose 20 pounds by like not drinking a beer and the wife will lose like half a pound from only eating lettuce. So yeah, it's just the way it goes. It's the way it goes, exactly. But in a way, though, I was grateful, right? Because obviously my my period um, came back. So yeah, so that was really cool because, yeah, I was just uh, not sure really what's going to go on in that department. So definitely a high for me. What about for you? Another high. Um, so this year, one of the positives that have happened from COVID, which I always almost feel guilty having positives that have come out of it. But you know, I think everybody's had a few, at least I hope, but my husband started working remotely from home. And the first week, girl, I'm not even gonna lie, I was like, this is not gonna work. He is in my space. He is like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that his now what he uses the office used to be kind of my workspace while Ohm was napping. And so then I didn't have anywhere to go. And yeah, it felt like maybe a little too much together time. But in fact, it has been fantastic. And I just feel like, are you eating? Yes. I've been able to hear you so much, girl. I'm oh my gosh, you caught you. me. You caught me. You've I been mean, eating multiple times. Okay. okay. I almost said something a minute ago. Oh my god. I want oh my gosh, you can hear me chewing. I'm so sorry yes. to all of our listeners. Okay, it's really good. By the way, it's one of those do you say cara cara or cara cara oranges? <laughs> I'm gonna murder you. Okay, okay, okay. I'm putting it down, putting it down. Just switching to my tea. There's a tiny bit of ice in it, but have you heard that yet? I don't think you've heard that. You're fired. Okay, guys, we need a new podcast co-host. So if anybody is interested, I'm now accepting applications. (laughs) Okay, at least at least I wasn't crunching peanut butter M&Ms. Could have been worse. Or you could not eat for 30 minutes. I know that's a hard feat. I know that's asking a lot. Oh, gosh, gosh, you are. She's a drill sergeant, folks. She's a drill sergeant. Anyway, we'll go back to our podcast topic and I'll yell at her after the podcast. (laughs) My husband working from home has been lovely. It has given, I don't know, you know, I've heard this from a lot of moms. Dad has had to step up. And I'm not saying my husband was slacking before, but he was gone. He was just out of the house. He wasn't working. And you know, he's just been able to be around. He hears kind of the highs and lows. He hears every meltdown Owen has and how challenging it can be. But he also, he comes down for nap, t- um, you know, for lunchtime and, and gives me a hand while I'm trying to, you know, prep two lunches. He, you know, just drops downstairs every once in a while just to say, hey, and it's a nice five or mm-hmm. 10 minute break. He does not commute anymore, which is so much better. He also used to work so much later because inevitably somebody would stop him on the way out the door and they'd end up talking. And, you know, 45 minutes later, here he comes at seven o'clock. And I just feel like we have become such a stronger, more balanced family unit. And in just a team, you know, I, I'm working from home too. And so he will often fill in for me. You know, I have a client at three o'clock. Can you rearrange? Yes, I need to go to this doctor's appointment. You know, he's really, really been there. And it's been such a beneficial thing for our marriage and also really his bonding with Owen. I just don't think they ever would have gotten that experience together had, you know, such an extreme situation not happened. So I am grateful that, um, yeah, that this is let us all have some extra quality time together. I agree. I think that just, you know, for, for a lot of folks having their husbands or wives or partners around more have just had such a terrific impact, you know? So that's great. Yep. Good. 
I'm glad. All right. What's next? So let's see here. It's time for a low. Um, so a low just kind of, I guess, looping back around to the period thing. So despite feeling obviously super excited to get my period back, I think a low for me is just, I, I think it's still disappointing for me that having a positive body image is always something I have to work at. Like having a neutral relationship with my body image is, is something I think I've achieved with success and, and, you know, not changing my exercise or dietary habits because I want to change myself aesthetically. I also think I'm there as well. I, I know the, the weight and the health that I want to maintain, but I just wish that I could be a little bit more, I would say just kind of jazzed, you know, I wish I could be a little more jazzed to be like physically in this place and I guess embrace it really wholeheartedly and not just feel still like, okay, I have my period. That's really good. But gosh, I, I wish I looked a little different or I wish this part of me was slightly different. I just, I guess I just wonder, like, will that ever be something that I am just able to completely move beyond? Or is that just always going to be a work in progress? It doesn't consume my days, but when the fleeting thoughts enter, sometimes it's just discouraging. So, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, we've talked about that a lot. Same page. Yep. Yeah, it is. It's unfortunate. But also something to just be mindful of, too. So, yep. So, yeah. What about another low for you? Well, mine's kind of the opposite. One of your highs has been my low and that my period has not come back, which I didn't actually ever recover a period to get pregnant. So that was a difference um, we had between ourselves and it has not come back. And that's been a big bummer. I'm still breastfeeding. So who knows? Maybe it will when I fully wean. I know some women, especially with an HA background, uh, do have to fully wean. But it's, it's disappointing. Um, yeah, I don't really need to go into a ton of detail on all the if ands or buts about it but i'm bummed and we're just gonna have to i have a couple of doctor's appointments and just see kind of what our next steps are to look into um yeah how to get that going again so Mm -hmm. yeah well thinking positive thoughts for you for for yeah for those appointments and and the new year and yeah hopefully with weaning too that's that could be the missing piece so absolutely so all right what's a high for you So a high for me is just being able to do a little bit more private tutoring. I've been doing some private tutoring for friends just throughout the past year. Um, A little bit was in person, but the majority is through Zoom. And just, yeah, seeing that kind of increase, a few new um, folks I'm working with, which has been really exciting. And then also this past fall, teaching a class for URI. So the technology learning curve was a bit steep because it went from, you know, my comfort level being teaching classes in person and just having an online platform the students refer to, to being, okay, everything's entirely online, Zoom classes, et cetera. So that definitely left me very minimal uh, me time, you could say, during any of Emerson's naps or bed. I was always frantically trying to get some grading done or prep done, but it also was a really positive experience. So I would say overall, I'm I'm really proud of that. So yeah, I'll... I'll- add my high on to yours is that um yeah maintaining my business during the pandemic i mean the gyms are on here shut down for months and months and months so i mean in-person training was kind of the biggest aspect of my my business um for the most part and yeah i just really shifted and i'm doing a lot of online training and i've really actually grown more the online nutrition coaching stuff so that's awesome been cool just to pivot and still be able to keep it going in a year where you know a lot of people have truly lost their jobs and not had those opportunities so i'm pretty grateful for that mm-hmm. yeah well good for you yeah i feel like you've seems like you've been able to take on a lot of new clients and have lots of projects and and that's awesome yep cool Get me busy yes both of us 
low for you. <laughs> a low. So a low is, I think, one that, that will also be shared with, with a lot of folks just relating to feeling that kind of community disconnect. So just feeling like, you know, we, we belong to a church here, we have a church community, and feeling like, you know, finally Emerson's in a place now where he takes just the one nap a day, right, starting over the summer. Um, and it's just fabulous because then mom and dad can do things with him in the morning, right? We can take him out. We can have a morning outing. And what that would have been in, in a non-COVID year would have been being able to go to church as a family on Sundays whenever my husband was available, um, or just me taking Emerson because they have the childcare and all that. But clearly that hasn't been an option. So that's been disappointing. And then also um, both my husband and I have been on on again, off again, involved, kind of depending on his schedule, but with just small groups, groups get together, like a women's group here or there. And um, I actually started up a little women's group um, here with some with some girlfriends, which has been great, but we meet on Zoom and we just do it like once a month. And it's been very positive, but still, it's not going to somebody's house and, you know, sharing goodies and chit-chatting and having that kind of like more intimacy. It's just like kind of chatting in front of a screen. So I think that I just miss that. I miss feeling that... Um, the kind of spiritual growth and, and church connection. So that's been that's been tough. I think that probably resonates with a lot of folks, whether they're churchgoers or not, to just not have that social community connection. Yep. I'd so. say most people can definitely relate to that no matter what is their community. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say for me, an, another low has just been, my husband decided kind of middle of the year that he was ready to make some major career changes. And that's been... Overall, I I think it's going to be a positive. We're not quite there yet, but it's really meant a lot of our uh, future um, was up in the air, and there's definitely been a lot of anxiety over that. And it's been it's been hard. I say it's a low because it has been really hard. It's been on my mind a lot. It's felt like I couldn't really make plans into the future because I didn't exactly know what that was going to look like for in a lot of different aspects. Um, I, I would say though, the positive is it's made me kind of just had have to sit with that. And I guess just mm-hmm. be okay with things being outside of my control. I guess you could say that's a good theme for the entire year is, you know, it's not really been up to us a lot of what's been going on. And we don't know exactly what the next month or six months is going to look like. So that's been hard. But practice makes perfect, maybe. Maybe that's mm-hmm. the view of it is, you know, the more things are out of control, and we just have to sit with it, the better we'll get with that. So yeah. But yeah, it's been, no, it's for been sure. hard. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely a challenge. I think we, um, we both have chatted with that, you know, like, things being uncertain in the future, right? Like my husband has another year and a half of residency, but what does that mean after that for, for life, for career, for living? And it's hard sometimes to have those things be up in the air for sure. Yep. So absolutely. a big high to share. This is my last high of the year is starting ABCs with you. So starting our podcast and starting um, our little ABCs of Matrescence community has been really, really positive. I think it's been a neat outlet for both of us intellectually just to be able to share the things that, yeah, the the knowledge and kind of the connections and experiences that we had had. So, you know, whether those were interviews or sharing our own personal stories or or something that had happened to us, and then just being able to connect with, with other women, other moms, and, you know, whether they're sending us a message or an email or just, you know, letting us know that they're appreciating the podcast that's just been it's been really neat it's been a feeling of success I would say right we've successfully created a podcast so I feel really feel really proud of us and it's been fun working together this is gosh this is like you know 
kind of neat to create something, right? And then have to work together on it and make business decisions. I say business, but obviously this is definitely a, a passion project, but to, you know, to agree on I mean, we eat directions on and, it, so it's definitely I know. a passion project. I'm definitely eating on the job, folks. So, you I know, know maybe so I don't fun. think my Christmas bonus well, we is going to be that big. we did on the job for quite a while, but. Mm-hmm. We did. Yeah, we, we try not to at 2 p.m., but. Yeah, we haven't I know. Minute, well, it's sad we can't stay up late enough to record after bedtime anymore, so we do nap time. So. <laughs> we do nap time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Old ladies, old ladies over here. But yeah, so I'm proud of us. I'm proud Absolutely. of us. I'm proud of what we've done. Such and a fun project yeah. and just experiments. Fun and kind of scary to try something new, but it's been such yeah. a blast. Um, my last how would be, oh, and starting school. I was so nervous about it. I think I've always... I've just struggled with a lot of anxiety over leaving him with other people, especially because we don't have family here. So I've never really had that family caretaker or leaving him with grandma and grandpa. It's always been trusting him with somebody who's kind of a relative stranger. And I was very nervous to start him in daycare during also the middle of a freaking pandemic. But we did it as many times as I almost changed my mind. We did it and it has been amazing he is having such a good time the school loves him we love them um he's really blossomed it's so funny to hear the things he comes home and says now he was telling me the other day about how he hugged all the kids in his class he was going, hug, hug bill hug boone hug you know it was just so funny it's that's just so, so funny hear, cute hear him and i love it and i really think it's made him blossom it's made him a lot less shy which he was a little shy before so I think it's just overall been such a positive experience. And, and more than anything, it's made me realize, okay, other people can like watch him and take care of him and love on him and he's okay. And I can still kind of enjoy some of my own life, you know, outside of just mm-hmm. being a mom. So that's been a positive lesson. Yeah. And I feel like you've taken, I mean, when he's in school, you're working. So, you know, it's given you back that what, eight hours a week to kind of do, yeah, do absolutely. your thing professionally, which is, cause I know otherwise it was the constant baby juggling act right with your husband and his schedule so yeah no I'm I'm very very proud of both of us it's been really cool to see the boys what so they've been in school it's September October November so four months in so yeah good for us I think it's been I think it's been positive for both of us so absolutely cool so I would say let's see my final so I, I said oh it was my last high but I have one more little high to add in and that is truly just a shout out to our husbands and then to to our listeners to their husbands or wives or support persons partners whoever's just been in your corner i think for for both emma and i having our husbands you know as the the main people right you know occasionally there was family visitors etc but i think for both of us that was that was pretty minimal so a lot of it was just yeah relying on our husbands a lot and and just knowing that they both worked so so hard i mean emma your husband was working from the house but it wasn't like he was chilling i mean he was working oh my long gosh, hours and really hard does. yeah you can hear everything yeah. he does on calls and i always feel bad like when he has an important one he's like Maybe y'all can go outside, yeah, but can not go outside the window near where the office room is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a, a disaster at moments, no. but I think that's been everybody's year, you know? True, true. And then my husband being obviously working his crazy hours and the whole frontline thing and all the anxiety that created for me, especially initially, although, you know, then as time went on, you know, you just kind of get used to it and it becomes your life. But I just think both of them really truly stepping in, you know, I think both of us have shared multiple times throughout the last year, oh, my husband's a hero, like he just did X, Y, or Z, or, you know, picked up the slack here, did this. And I think it, I think for both of us, if I can speak for both of us, I think it really allowed us to, 
to blossom in our marriages too, which is something that I don't think necessarily I would have expected. You know, my child is is a toddler. You know, this isn't necessarily a time when I saw my marriage, you know, strengthening by leaps and bounds. But I feel like that's what it has done this year because we've been so connected and had to rely on each other. And I feel like you guys are the same way. So absolutely. So very, very, it it has made me very grateful for all the people that I have as support system. And that's family that I see over Zoom. It's friends that I message with. It's you. It's our husbands. It's it's that whole, you know, community that we have had to really reach out to in a different way, which has been hard, but also amazing just to know we're all still there for each other. Mm -hmm. Yep. I would agree. So, um, and well, also goodbye, twenty twenty, because yeah, uh, you know, goodbye. We, we try to keep it mostly positive, but let's be real. Th- we're yeah, ready for a new year, we're hoping we it's are. We are ready. Year. <laughs> better year, and Mackenzie will eat a little less on the podcast, so that's something that you can look forward to as well. I wouldn't bet on that. Yeah, maybe don't bet on it. Okay, yeah, fine, no. fine. We'll call it like it is. That's one thing we do. I'll, I'll learn. I'll teach you how to use the mute button. That's what I'll do. Oh, there! I always forget there is a mute button. You're right. I could put it in my mouth, chew, mute it. Wait, put it. Wait, mute, chew. But let's be real. How often would I forget to unmute? All the time. Yeah. Okay. It okay. will be one problem or the other. Sorry, but- folks. We are not professionals. <laughs> wait, we're not. It's why we don't feel- get paid the big bucks. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're, we're doing this for fun. We're doing this for fun. We appreciate you guys being here with us Absolutely. this last year. Thank and yeah, it's been, it's, been a, it's been a fun journey. And we're going to be back in 2021 with a lot of fun stuff on the horizon, starting with an episode all about goal setting for the new year. And not just obviously our own personal goals, which we'll share because it's, it's fun to kind of share what we have um, kind of in our, in our minds and in our plans, but just kind of goal setting in general, like ways to think about doing it, um, ways that it can be helpful and also being realistic, setting realistic expectations. So that's one we look forward to sharing with you along with some upcoming interviews. We have a lot of really fun guests on deck and we can't wait to dive in with them this upcoming year. So well, happy, happy new year, friends, and hope you are popping some bottles of champagne and mm-hmm. Pop bottles, have your please. little ones tucked into bed and enjoying <laughs> a little bit of time to end the new year. Yeah. Give yourself like a 1045 bedtime and be a little crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. All right. All right, friends. We'll talk to you next year. All right. Bye, guys. All right.